Hello, and thank you for joining us today for this nursing home visitation guidance update. I'm Cal Stein, a partner in Troutman Pepper's Health Sciences Department. Troutman Pepper understands the myriad challenges facing the nursing home industry, and we've assembled a dedicated team focused on advising our clients through the COVID-19 crisis and its aftermath. I am joined today by my colleagues Jan Levine, Avi Einhorn, and Matt Smith to discuss the latest CMS and CDC guidance. Thank you, Cal and Avi and Matt, for presenting an update on this important new guidance. By way of short background, I'm a litigation partner at Troutman who has spent the last 30 years largely focusing on healthcare issues. Our team brings together an interdisciplinary talent to our nursing home and retirement community clients. As you are no doubt confronting these novel issues on a daily basis, we wanted to let you know that we have compiled a multi-state survey containing state orders and guidance documents concerning operations, emergency measures, and immunity statutes and legislation for nursing homes and long-term care facilities. This survey also includes guidance from the federal agencies and can be found by visiting covid19.troutman.com. If you have any questions regarding the topics discussed in this podcast, we'd be happy to answer them. Please find any of us under the professional section of our website, troutman.com, and feel free to reach out to us. Nursing home residents' ability to receive visitors has been strictly limited during the COVID-19 public health emergency. Recently, in light of the increasing number of vaccinated residents and visitors, CMS and the CDC released updated guidance for nursing homes that provided a significant step towards resuming pre-pandemic visitation standards. That is extremely welcome news to nursing home residents and their families many of whom have gone nearly a full year without being able to visit as they would like with their families and loved ones. Back on March 13, 2020, CMS released its initial guidance restricting all visitors and non-essential healthcare personnel from nursing homes, except in compassionate care situations and under very specific other circumstances and conditions. CMS later relaxed this guidance slightly, allowing for wider visitation for certain facilities, for example, facilities that could demonstrate it did not have any new COVID-19 cases. Given the severity of the pandemic, and in particular the damage that COVID-19 proved it could do inside a nursing home setting, this guidance was, was both expected and almost certainly necessary to save lives and protect nursing home residents and staff. This guidance was difficult from both an implementation and psychological perspective for nursing homes and their residents. Although necessary, nobody can dispute that curtailing and in some cases outright prohibition of visitation in nursing homes had a significant impact on nursing home residents and their families. This is why the recent announcements by CMS and the CDC are such welcome news. Many precautions, controls, and limitations remain in place. However, these new guidelines represent a changing framework to view nursing home visitation. Instead of no visitation with limited exceptions, CMS is now advising full visitation with proper safeguards with limited exceptions, kind of a flip. 
This guidance will rightly be reviewed as a relief for the more than one million nursing home residents in this country and their families. Well, as we noted earlier, joining Jan and me here today to discuss this new guidance from CMS and the CDC are Avi Einhorn and Matt Smith. Avi is an associate in our business litigation practice group and resides in Troutman's Philadelphia office. And Matt is an associate in our health sciences department and resides in Troutman's New York office. Avi and Matt, welcome and thank you for joining us. So Avi, this new guidance addresses nursing homes once again allowing indoor visitation, right? That's right, Cal. Th this new guidance really represents a fundamental shift in the guidance. CMS now advises that all indoor visitation should be allowed at all times and for all residents. And I may note even those unvaccinated, except for three limited circumstances. The first is for unvaccinated residents when the COVID-19 county positivity rate is greater than 10% and fewer than 70% of a facility's residents are fully vaccinated. To be clear, the term for fully vaccinated for purposes of this guidance means at least two weeks have passed since the final dose of a vaccine, meaning the second dose in a two-dose series and the first dose in a single-dose vaccine. The second circumstance is when residents have COVID-19 regardless of their vaccination status. The third circumstance is residents in quarantine, either by way of symptoms before a positive test or the results come back, or as a result of being exposed, and that is regardless of their vaccination status. It is also important to note that fully vaccinated residents can choose to have close contact with their visitors, including by touch, so long as that they are wearing a well-fitted mask and perform hand hygiene before and after. Thanks, Avi. That is great news and certainly very welcome news. Unfortunately, of course, increased visits are going to raise the chances for new cases occurring within a facility. Matt, what does the new guidance have to say about that? Well, when a facility detects a new case of COVID-19 among either its residents or staff, all visitation should be temporarily suspended until at least one round of facility-wide testing can be conducted. If that testing reveals no additional COVID-19 cases in other units of the facility, visitation can immediately resume in those other units but visitation in the affected unit uh, can resume only after testing reveals of the no new cases in the prior 14 days. If that initial round of facility-wide testing does reveal a COVID-19 case in another area of the facility, visitation in the entire facility should be suspended until um, testing reveals that no new positive case for 14 days. Keep in mind that facilities should continue to conduct further testing as necessary and as required by any state or federal guidance. Thanks, Matt. Uh, so with that in mind, Avi, does the new guidance say anything about requiring visitors to be vaccinated or denying anyone entry if they are not vaccinated? 
It does. And as before this new guidance, visitors can be encouraged to get vaccinated and tested, but testing and vaccination status should not be a condition to visit. In addition, surveyors cannot be denied entry into a facility based on their vaccination status, but may be refused entrance if they fail screening by either displaying signs or symptoms of COVID-19. Okay, um, so, so there's no question here that the new guidance makes some pretty major changes uh, to these visitation guidelines. But what it does not do is altogether replace the core principles that CMS and CDC previously identified as being critical to preventing the spread of COVID-19 within nursing homes. Do I have that right, Matt? That's right, Cal. Um, these core principles are one of the one of the key areas that remain largely un, unchanged. Those principles, which are outlined in this guidance and were outlined in the prior guidance, should continue to be followed and include screening visitors, uh, regardless of their vaccination status, masking, social distancing continuing to disinfect high touch areas and visitation areas, the use of personal protective equipment, the cohorting of residents and testing of residents and staff per appropriate guidance. There are a few other areas that, that remain largely unchanged as well. CMS continues to recommend that outdoor visitations are preferable, even when both the resident and visitor are fully vaccinated as this lowers the risk of the spread of COVID-19. As CMS has always said, compassionate care visits should continue to be permitted at all times and for all residents, without exception, regardless of the resident's vaccination status, um, the county's COVID-19 positivity rate, or even new COVID-19 cases within the facility. So, just to be clear, compassionate care visits include end-of-life situations for a resident, uh, new residents struggling to adjust to the change and environment of the facility, residents grieving a recent loss, and residents experiencing emotional distress, which could include a, a formerly lively resident, rarely speaking, or or resident where staff are, are noticing an increase in the frequency of crying. Um, it's partly up to the clinical judgment of the staff to, to recognize that emotional distress. So one thing that many nursing home clients ask uh, us is whenever there is new guidance like this, what do I do? What steps do I take? Avi and Matt, for all the nursing home operators out there, uh, listening in, what are some of the steps facilities should consider taking in light of this new guidance? Great question. And to that point, facilities should continue doing what they were doing much until now, which would, before visitation, discuss the risks associated with the visitation to the residents and the visitors, and explain to them if the facility is in the midst of an outbreak. Facilities should continue screening visitors for signs and symptoms of COVID-19 or prolonged exposure to COVID-19 positive patients within the previous 14 days. 
visitors and residents should continue to properly wear masks during the visit, and that's regardless of their vaccination status. Hand hygiene should be practiced by visitors and residents before and after contact. Facilities should also have a plan in place to manage visitor flow to allow physical distancing from residents and healthcare workers in the facility and to allow for all the facilities residents to, uh, to have the opportunity to receive visitors. In-room visits should ideally not occur when residents share a room, particularly if the resident's roommate is unvaccinated. And, and then finally, facilities should continue to follow and adhere to any state-specific guidance. Thank you for those insights. As many nursing home facilities consider uh, this new guidance and how to implement them in light of reduced percentages of COVID spread and the nursing home resident population now being vaccinated. To those in the audience, we will be continually updating our nursing home online state surveys and updating all of you on this new legal landscape. And we greatly appreciate your joining us today. Thanks, Jan, Avi, and Matt. And thanks also to our listeners. Troutman Pepper understands what a difficult time this has been for our nursing home clients. Our multidisciplinary health sciences department handles government and regulatory matters, government investigations, litigation, and corporate matters for nursing homes nationwide. For more information about how we can help you, feel free to visit the health sciences section of Troutman.com. You can also subscribe and listen to other Troutman Pepper podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts, including on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Thank you all for listening, and stay safe. Copyright Troutman Pepper Hamilton Sanders, LLP. These recorded materials are designed for educational purposes only. This podcast is not legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individual participants. Troutman Pepper does not make any representations or warranties, express or implied, regarding the contents of this podcast. Information on previous case results does not guarantee a similar future result. Users of this podcast may save and use the podcast only for personal or other non-commercial educational purposes. No other use, including, without limitation, reproduction, retransmission, or editing of this podcast may be made without the prior written permission of Troutman Pepper. If you have any questions, please contact us at Troutman.com.